This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. Well, congratulations for getting here this morning. I am so excited to see all of you to see. It looks like every pew filled is just makes a rector's heart glad. Yes, you are here. At long last, we are all here back in this beautiful space. You made it to downtown Austin in the hottest time of the year, which means that you are more successful than the right Reverend Leonidas Polk, who was the missionary bishop of the Southwest. And in 1839, he made a trip to the then Republic of Texas. And as is recorded in the book, St. David's Through the Years, <clears throat> Polk made a tour surveying it for possible establishment of missions. And although he had planned to visit Austin, his party found the heat of the sun in the open prairies so oppressive that it was impossible with safety to proceed. <laughs> it was too hot to come to Austin. But you made it. You'll be interested to know that he was elected Bishop of Louisiana in 1841. Big Swanee name, Leonidas spoke, by the way. And he settled, he was elected Bishop of Louisiana in 1841, settling, I suppose, for the cooler climes of New Orleans. <laughs> but you are here, and so many of you in the flesh, and many of you are joining us online to participate in the reopening of this spectacular building this day. And I am proud of all of you. Let's just take a minute to absorb this. Here we are in this 171-year-old building. So take a minute and just listen to her. She, like your rector, has recently gone through a whole lot of work to stabilize her bones. <laughs> making her ready to continue her life of service for another season. Work has been done under your feet. Work has been done above your head. Work has been done on the west wall significantly. Work has been done on the east wall. Work has been done inside and out. Every square inch of this space has been touched by the careful hand of a craftsperson. In a very real sense, this building is the embodiment of the Episcopal version of the Christian faith in downtown Austin, Texas. All these decades, in season and out of season, sometimes on the wrong side of things, far more often on the right side of things, always bearing witness to a gospel larger than the church could even imagine, sometimes larger than the church even intended, allowing people of this parish to share the love of Christ with the world for almost two centuries, embodied right here in this room where you sit today. So take a minute and let the embodiment of this refreshed old building engage your own body. Feel the newly finished pews upon which you sit. I know they're not one bit more comfortable than they were when you left. <laughs> Glance down at the restored kneelers upon which you will be invited to pray and confess your sins for years to come. See the beauty of the cleaned and restored stained glass windows around you. 
and the newly painted walls and ceiling back to the colors from 1890. Open your ears this morning to hear the beauty of word and music in this glorious space. I feel I must pause in my homily at this point and give you a little comfort. We did not remove the organ to put in a drum set, right? (laughs) The organ is coming back, I promise. Maybe even this week, right? So take a deep breath and smell the aroma of the frankincense we just heard, we just smelled. I promise it won't hurt you. Smell both the fresh smell of that frankincense and the smell of years and years of that burning in this space. Anticipate the grip of another person's hand or a holy hug when we exchange the peace. Prepare for the strong taste and smell of tawny port wine when we come to communion. Your body here, present with other bodies in this holy place, in the presence of an embodied holy one. This embodiment to which I speak is serendipitously articulated in our epistle lesson for today. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Romans, uses very tactile physical imagery as he describes the life of faith. In this today's short passage, he talks about ascending into heaven and descending into the abyss. And we can almost hear, we almost feel the muscles in our legs and our arms engage the work of descent and ascent, embodied faith. He talks about the word of God being as close to you as your lips and in your heart. He articulates the need to confess with our lips and believe with our hearts, our very bodies participating in the act of faith, an embodied faith. He throws out active verbs liberally in this passage. Hear, speak, confess, proclaim. All things that require bodily engagement. And he even concludes with how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. All the parts of the body involved in the acquisition of faith, the reception and development of faith, and in the proclamation of faith, of an embodied faith. It is this very tactile expression of faith that I confess drew me deeper into the Episcopal Church after my beloved Chris invited me more than 40 years ago. Taste, touch, smell, listen, see, sit, stand, kneel, sit, stand, kneel. (laughs) All inviting me into a fully embodied version of faith that was, I found, life-giving and full. And it remains true today. I wonder if it's what drew you into St. David's, this embodied version of the faith. Maybe it's what keeps you here still. Now, some might accuse the Episcopal Church of having forgotten the embodied nature of faith. Even though we're surrounded by so many expressions of it, some may say that we have grown too intellectual, too aloof, somehow trading an embodied faith for a cerebral one. Just one moment of reflection is required to see the error in this accusation as the intellectual life itself is an overt work of the body utilizing the mind to engage the life of faith. Thinking deeply actually burns calories. 
<laughs> think about that. It requires your body to think deeply about the nature of God and the nature of faith. Therefore, the life of the mind is as well an embodied faith. As we listen to Paul talk about the physicality of faith, and as we viscerally experience this renewed space this morning, we can't help but begin to think about the implication of embodied faith on our common life together. So after this service is over, you're going to be invited to make your way into Bethel Hall. You're going to go by Chef Ray and his crew in the lobby of Bethel Hall so that he can feed your body to get you ready for what you're going to discover in Bethel Hall. And you will walk in and you will see all along the north wall, covered with posters and QR codes of dozens of ministries that are alive and active in the life of this congregation, embodied ways for you to step into your life of faith. There was a, the staff has even created a, a fun ministry bingo game to help you explore things you didn't even know were here. All of this to invite you to put your body to work as the body of Christ. You'll see countless places to engage your mind, to engage your hands, to engage your feet, to engage all of your senses, to smell, taste, touch, hear in embodied service to the Lord. Today we sit inside this renewed body of this fine old church. Each of us is called to allow the worship of the church to renew us, to revive us, heart, body, mind, and soul into a living, active faith, an embodied faith. We're invited to join the generations who have worshiped in this space before us, sharing the love of God, as our logo says, from downtown Austin since 1848. So I invite you one more time to feel the body of this beloved space. Feel her heartbeat. Feel the presence of the holy here. Look, listen, touch, taste, smell, feel. I invite you one more time to feel your body in this space. Can you feel God's presence among us? It's as close as a whisper. It's on your lips. It's in your heart. Calling you. Calling you. Calling us to a life of service and faith into an embodied faith. We do it together in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.